Alright, and we're back for the second part of the Saratani saga. Okay. John Saratani, special guest, Paul Saratani. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy. And, Good uh, afternoon. So, where did we leave off last time? Do you remember? Oh, jeez. We, roll, rolling <laughs> we on talked the floor about so many things, okay? But crying out loud. Okay, well, you mentioned earlier, well, we just finished eating lunch. And so over lunch we were talking about the depression, and that was always, I know you've told me in pri you know, privately, like some stories of how you survived and <clears throat> lived through the depression, and I have, you know, some in my mind that I know you've never told Justin, so, you know, why don't you, you know, talk a little bit about growing up in the depression? Well, I was, there was nine of us, and, um. Uh, seven boys and two girls, and I was the uh, seventh of the nine children. And uh, we had a, my mother had a small store up in Wayfield, and uh, it was out in front of our house. And uh, we lived in the back of the house, and uh, we had the store in the front. And my mother would uh, she would run the store and run the house, and she was uh, quite a woman. Quite a woman. So, uh, and then, uh, 1936, uh, I'm missing a few years, but 1936, during the Great Depression, we, uh, my, my, all my older brothers were out of work, and my father opened up a small store down in uh, Melrose, and uh, he was going to name it Suratani's, and uh, a, a lot of people there. At that time, Melrose was quite a Yankee town, and uh, they said, you know, you won't last, you won't last three months. So we changed it to Richardson's Market because we lived on Richardson Street in Wakefield. And uh, so anyway, it progressed pretty good there. Uh, you know, the boys were there. And then 1941, my, my brother Jim and my brother uh, Bill went into the service, and then my brother Charlie got drafted, my brother Ralph got drafted, and I got drafted in 1943. And uh, so it progressed pretty well. And uh, it, it's funny that uh, January 8th of 19, uh, 2017, we're gonna have a, a memorial for uh, uh, my son Jack and uh, Marietta, uh, my mother, my wife and Paul's mother. And we're going to have a memorial uh, service service for them at, at the uh, Knights of Columbus in Melrose. And in 1937, that was our first store. So it's a small world. <laughs> at that same exact location? That's where you're having it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, 80 then, years later? 70. 70? No, 1937. 1937. 80 years later. All right. 70 years. 70? Okay, so... 2017, that's... No, no. 2000... Yeah, 2017. Yeah. Okay. So there's, you, there's 80 years. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Son of a gun. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. You take it to my grandfather. So anyway... Uh, and then... Okay, can I jog your memory for a minute? Go ahead. You told me a story uh, during the Depression... You sold papers. 
Oh, yeah. On the, on the corner. <laughs> tell Justin that story. Tell, tell everybody that story. Well, uh, it was the... Uh, oh, uh, I think it was... How old were you? 19, uh, 1939. And uh, papers were selling for three cents a piece. So, uh, downtown uh, Wakefield, there was this McManus uh, new store. And I used to... He would sell papers, <laughs> too. And I would, I would stand out in front... And uh, sell my papers, and he'd come out and kick me off the sidewalk. And when once he went inside, I'd come back and sell the papers for things. Was so he was, selling papers too? Huh? He was selling newspapers. Oh yeah, inside? he'd sell. He'd be selling At newspapers. What, like five and, cents? Yeah, three cents. Also, no, but yeah. they came to him. They'd get to him before they went inside. Uh, yeah. you know? So I was one step ahead of him. <laughs> so at that at that time, they used to have a lot of bar rooms in uh, in Wakefield. And uh, so, at the end of our street, there was this uh, barum. <laughs> so it just, I'd go through the barum and you know, I'd sell a few of the guys a paper. So anyway, I'd go through the end of the barum and go around the other side. And if they were nodding off or sleeping, I'd pick up the paper and resell them again. <laughs> One more story. One more story. My brother Charlie and myself, we had a paper route, and uh, he would pay me 15 cents a week to help him out. So anyway, he he said, you know, why don't you go to this person's house and collect the collect? So I said, ah, I don't want to go. You know, I was awful shy. Go ahead, go up and collect. So anyway, I went up to the knocked on the door, and. Uh, I said, you know, you owe a week. I'm, I'm looking for to, for payment. She says, okay, she says. So anyway, she comes back. She's in a robe, okay? And she, <laughs> the robe is in tie. <laughs> she goes to pay me, and the robe comes open. <laughs> I ran like hell out. <laughs> ran hell like hell out of the house. Go back. I said to Charlie, I said, she wants it all. <laughs> He said, what do you mean she wasn't home? I heard sound of the car. And, hey, I said, she wasn't home. Well, anyway, I didn't tell him the story until about three or four years later. But I tell you, man, I ran like a bastard. So anyway. Now, now another jug you told me one time. You worked on a farm other than your father's little um, farm that you had. Yeah. And the guy would pay you, I don't know what you said, maybe <laughs> a quarter. A, you know, a dollar a day. A dollar a day. A dollar so, a day. So, you know, of which you would go home and give to Nana. Right. Right? The entire fucking amount. Right. So, um, one day, you got your pay and you came up a little short. You know, so tell us that story. So anyway, Nana used to pack our lunch and we'd walk, walk to the farm, okay, put the, Put our lunch at the uh, ice, big ice chest, okay? And so anyway, we went to eat lunch, and there was no no tonic or milk. So anyway, we picked up a quart of milk. Each one of us picked up a quart of milk, okay? So when the guy, when we picked up our pay that Friday night, he took out the 
for the quarter mill. Yeah. So when we got home, I go, we're shaking in our boots because my mother. Every day we had a we had to account for. So we uh, all of us put the money on the table. Six seventy five, six seventy five, six. She's where's the quarter, ma? So we told Ma the story. What's the matter? Why can't you drink water? <laughs> okay, Ma. <laughs> well, I tell you, she was a hot nose. I tell you. Makes me drink water. But can you, but can you imagine out in the field, on your knees, weeding the garden for buck a day? Unbelievable! How many hours a day? Eight hours a day. Eight hours a day. So it was now, yes. Yeah, I'm gonna jump around a little bit because you've told me some stories over the years, and I remember you telling me that when you were in the service, you know, you one of your functions was to drive around your commanding officer, right? Like you were driving the jeep, and you know, drive. You know, I assume you were in Europe, someplace, France, or someplace like that. But not, not at that time. Okay. When I was driving the captain around. Okay. I was in Oklahoma. Okay. And uh, hot as a bastard. Okay. So you had to wait outside for the cab for the captain to come out. I'd be underneath the <laughs> underneath the jeep. Okay. <laughs> Trying to escape the sun. You see, he come out. And he, he couldn't find me. And I was just <laughs> I was asleep underneath the jeep. Oh, was he in bed? <laughs> so anyway. But after that, we uh, we uh, we got uh, shipping orders. We were in Fort, Fort Silk, Fort Silk, Oklahoma, and uh, so we were packed and ready to ready to uh, ship out, and uh, nothing to do. So we had card games going, playing dice, and this, that, and the other thing. So this buddy of mine, he was he was playing dice. I was playing cards. So, I, I had a, a hand, okay, I had ace, king, jack, and ten of hearts, okay, and we were a few bucks in the pot, so I pulled a queen, queen. a queen of hearts. <laughs> nice. A royal <laughs> Okay, so anyway. Which I've never gotten <laughs> So this guy had four of a kind. He had four <laughs> eight to four nine. No way. So we're going back and forth, you know. So anyway. <laughs> you know, the two best hands. The two best hands. So then, I, you know, I laid mine down. He said, oh, I got you beat. I said, oh, no, you don't. I got a royal fight. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, I think I, I, I mailed home a, a money order to my mother. I mailed home a couple of hundred bucks. Okay? Nice. So anyway. Ah. Uh, we got on the train and uh, from Fort Sipple, Oklahoma. We didn't know where we were going. Right. Okay, so we uh, finally ended up in Massachusetts, in Boston. Okay, to take a boat to go overseas. Yeah. So anyway, on the uh, on the uh, train, you had just four guys playing playing poker. Well, anyway, I couldn't do no wrong. Okay, I'd be sitting and I, you know, winning, winning, winning. Guy says, "Okay, I'll give you whatever, buddy. I'll, I'll give you money for that seat, okay? And you sit in my seat." I sat in his seat, 
Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> so anyway, we landed in Boston and uh, we, we uh, shipped out over, overseas yeah. from Boston. And uh, so anyway, uh, we were at the bottom of the boat. Okay, you, you couldn't go any any further oh, down. Jesus. You would be in the ocean. Ugh. So we were in, we were the quartermaster corps. And we had to serve the food, you know, we had to bring the food to the mess hall and all that. So, every night there, you know, everybody was eating. We'd come back with a ham or something else or something else. And we'd have a party back <laughs> <laughs> in our barracks. So anyway, uh, on our way over, we, uh, it's a lot of convoy, you know, we, and uh, one, one night there we uh a big boom, and one of the one of the ships that was in our convoy got sunk. What? We got sunk by a torpedo from the Germans. So, oh, so shit. we were we were shitting our pants. About, you know, maybe we we're gonna get it next. But anyway, Could we had uh, we ended in France, and uh, we went to Germany, and uh, so we uh, we had a great time. Over the overseas, you know, the war was still on until uh, about maybe about uh, two months after we landed. So, but uh, then we were ready to move back back home, and uh, at the uh, point of uh, debarkation, there must have been a thousand troops. Okay, so the best all. You'd get up in the morning, and if you didn't, they'd call them by by barracks, by uh, people, unit units, and uh, you know, by the time you got down eating breakfast, it was time for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so by that time, uh, my mother had sent me over a couple of uh, PX boxes. Okay, salami and oh. Nice. Uh, and, oh not so anyway I that shit. I, I never went to I never went to breakfast or lunch I had salami yeah. and, you know and everybody else, hey, you know yeah a buck this a buck this <laughs> <laughs> I made a few bucks out. <laughs> so anyway we got aboard ship and we uh, we're coming back home and uh, I pulled guard duty and uh, I said to the guy I was the only guy from Boston in the, in the troop ship so. I said to the guy, I said, hey, we're going to land in Boston. He said, you're full of it. You're full of it. I said, no, I'm not. I said, we're going to land in Boston. So don't you think I pulled duty, car duty, and I'm up at the bow, bow of the ship, and we're coming right around the Cape Cod Canal. Okay. <laughs> Ran downstairs, woke the guy up. I said, "You gotta pay me fifty bucks. I'm not paying you any fifty bucks. You knew all along." I said, "How the hell would I know all along? There I am, a sergeant." I said, "So anyway, we ended in Boston at the Fargo Building, and uh, the ship was there, and there was a lot of people across the way. Some guy yelled out, "Hey, do you know a certain town?" Oh yeah, yeah. So anyway. I never got to meet the person that was at the Fargo building. Yeah. Somebody, somebody yelled? I, I, somebody from my guys, okay, yelled it. Hey, do you know where Saratani? Oh, yeah, we, you know. 
So anyway, we're getting ready to leave the ship, okay? And uh, so I says to the guy, hey, where's my money? He said, you do all the law, you don't pay. Well, anyway, I used to hang around with this guy about six feet two. Okay. Joe Lear? No, Joe Lear wasn't on the, at yeah. that time. But. So anyway, I says to my buddy, I says, you know, <laughs> this guy isn't going to pay me up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, he goes up to the guy, hey, you made a bet. Pay the guy, okay. So I got my money. Oh, well, that was what a time. What a, you know all along. Okay, all right. Going back, going back to when you were driving the uh, captain around. Um, you know, you're out in Oklahoma. You don't know your way around. So one of your, I assume it's one of your guys in your unit, gives you this advice on how to get to where you were going and how to remember to get back to the base. So tell Chris, tell Justin that story. We're on bivouac. So when you go on bivouac, that's all you have is your two pocket lights. And it's, you know, middle pitch of, black. Pitch black. So anyway, I'm with this lieutenant and uh, we're waiting for the convoy to come in. Okay. And uh, so, hey, do you, know, do you know where the North Star is? I know. You know how to read the map? No. Should I do this? No. So, hey, when we get all settled in for the night, he says, "I want to meet. I want you to come in the morning. I want to meet. I want you to meet me at the captain's <laughs> office." He says, "You know those stripes, the stripes that you have, those corporal stripes. You won't have them tomorrow morning." He says, "Hey, easy come, easy go." <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> a company, B company, C company, D company, and the quartermaster corps. There's five companies that we had to bring them into and put them into, uh, into where they're supposed to belong. So anyway, we get the five five units in, and uh, uh, the lieutenant says, uh, you can go home, you can go back to the barracks now. He says, I'll, uh, I'll see about the last one coming in. So I says, okay. So I go in get into the sack, and uh, about 3 o'clock in the morning, the captain comes in. Hey, Sir Tani. Yes, sir. Where is the lieutenant? I says, he dropped me off. He said he was going to take care of bringing in some other people. He says, come on. He says, we're going to look for him. Yes, sir. So we go looking for him. 3 in the morning? 3 in the morning. He's in the middle of a lake. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the middle of a lake. We had to go get a, a 10-wheeler. With the witch, pull him out of the lake. I says, uh, by the way, Lieutenant, shall I meet you at the captain's office? <laughs> I'll meet you at the captain's office in the morning. No, no, don't, don't worry about it. Forget about it. <laughs> oh, man. I tell you. So he drove right into the lake? Following the that. North Star? <laughs> it was, oh. So, well, you know, so you didn't know the, 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 the stars or anything, but you had your own system for getting where you were going and coming yeah, back. So how, what was that? Well, I got uh, the, the, uh, face mark, you know. Landmark. I mean? huh? Landmark. Landmark. Yeah. You know, I'd remember this landmark and I'd remember that, you know. Yeah. You know. So anyway, that was, well, that was, <laughs> unbelievable. So what was the highest rank you got in the... I got a sergeant. Sergeant? Sergeant? Three stripes, yeah. But, uh, but it was... Uh, then, while we were overseas there, we were 
in Germany. And uh, uh, we had to go over to, uh, to look for some wine. Went over to this castle. And uh, there was this two women and a mother. So anyway, there was three of us, two sergeants and myself. I was driving the truck. And anyway, <laughs> so we go in. And this castle, unbelievable. It had, oh, it had to be 100 gallons of wine in that castle. So anyway. Don't you think the two two sergeants they end up with the two young ones? I end up with the mother. <laughs> <laughs> and I am nineteen years old. I can't even talk. <laughs> so anyway, there we are. The two sergeants they half of the bag. Okay, we're going back, and then with their rifle they're shooting up the, the lamppost. They're shooting up the lights. Okay, on the lamppost. Yeah. So we get back to the barracks, not the barracks, the tent. Okay, and open up the wine, and everybody's drinking away. And so anyway, we're, everybody was sleeping in sleeping bags. Hey, you're going to have, no, I don't drink. Okay, anyway. Anyway, during the middle of the night, into <laughs> the sleeping bags, okay, Free, freezing out there, okay. So <laughs> there they are, sleeping in their own puke. You know, puke. Yeah. All right, the next one. <laughs> They're in, they're in their BBDs and their, their uh, sleeping bag is hanging out over the land there, trying to right uh, uh, dry off. Dry off, okay. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was something else that day. We, we had so many good times, okay. What city was it in Germany? Uh, Hamburg. Hamburg. But uh, I'll tell you, it was... We had such a... That's good stuff. That's good stuff. It was. So you get discharged in when, 45 or... 46. 46. 46. Well, at, uh, as the war, you know, after uh, we won the war over in Europe, uh, Europe and in the Pacific, uh, you know, they started to uh, let the soldiers go home. So at that time, my time wasn't up, and uh, we ended up at uh, Camp Chaffee, uh, Arkansas, and we had a lot of uh, German prisoners there. Oh, really? Oh, they had, they had the run of the place, okay? Yeah. And uh, they were so thankful, you know. And, uh, but anyway, we, uh, it, we used to be, Camp Chaffee used to be the separation center for all the soldiers going through. So we had to go up to uh, Indianapolis to uh, go to school for, uh, for whatever, okay, to, and uh, so we're up there and I saw the Indianapolis 500. Oh, no kidding, yeah. really? Yeah, and uh, so. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we come back to Camp. <laughs> we come back to Camp Chaffee, okay, and uh, at that time, you know, a lot of soldiers have been separated, you know, discharged from the Army, so then we get shipped out to uh, Camp Van Dorn, Mississippi. Yeah. I was in the uh, MPs. Yeah. <laughs> so, I tell you, 
hot and the bastard. Oh man, that was so anyway. <laughs> so yeah. Huh? When when did you develop your hate for country music? Was it when you were in Mississippi? <laughs> you kids you can't stand country music. Was that it? <laughs> so we'd we get into the town, okay, all the soldiers used to be in the town. And you know, all the prostitutes in there and all the you know, yeah. Be so many, you know, take this guy to jail, take this guy, you know. What a, what a night. What you were in the MP? Yeah. You were an MP? Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Joe Lear was an MP. Was he? Yeah. He was a big dude, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So you'd have to arrest, huh? You'd have to arrest guys in the oh, service? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring them back. Oh, yeah. They'd go brawl in the body. Yeah. My brother Danny's was in so then, South Carolina. Uh, we're ready to get the shots. So that was three buddies and myself. Joe Lee had already gone home. He got destroyed early. He had been in the service. So we said, okay, we pull, pulled our money together and we bought a, a 1932 Ford. <laughs> All right? And on the, <laughs> you drove home. <laughs> now, on the back of it, we said, okay, New Jersey or Boston. <laughs> so the four of us, the four of us, okay, started driving home. Okay, we had about a week to get home. Uh, a Ford what? Just a Ford. Just whatever Ford. it was. Yeah. Model something. You know. So anyway, you got our bags in there and everything else. So we stopped at some dicky town and then treat us there. Okay, we were soldiers in there. So anyway, we get up to, uh, uh, we were going, we were going to stop in Washington, D.C. This friend, this friend of mine was from Washington, D.C. We were going to stay at his house. And before we went to Washington, D.C., I think it was in Virginia, uh, North Carolina, somebody wanted to buy the car. <laughs> <laughs> So, you sold, you sold it? <laughs> okay. We sold, we sold the car. I don't forget what it was, but anyway, we just, just a lot of fun. Okay, we just had a lot of fun. How'd you make it the rest of the way home? Huh? Right. On the heat, we landed in uh, Washington D.C. Yeah. At, uh, at this guy's house. <laughs> And he drove us into uh, New Jersey. Okay. And we uh, we got separated. You know, we got our discharge and separated. So, and then we separated. You know. Yeah. But uh, it was it was something else. Oh, that that is just <laughs> too funny. It was. It was. That's freaking beautiful. <laughs> so, where did you meet Joe? When did you run into Joe? I was met him in uh, Indianapolis. Okay, I was homesick and I wanted. To, Went to the airport, and at that time, you could get on a plane and it cost you, I don't know, 10 or $15, and then fly me home to Boston, okay, and... Uh, him to New York. No, it, oh, yeah, him to New York. Yeah. No, he wasn't going, it was just, my, I was by myself. Okay. I'm, I'm walking around, I'm feeling sorry for myself. So anyway, I go to the airport, I couldn't get on a plane, so then I... Starting to walk back, and he's walking back. We met e each other, and we just chummed up. We got together for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But 
Yeah, we, you know, like kind of just flash forward for a minute. Like, um, so in 1960, I was seven years old. Okay, so I, I don't know where we left off, but we were talking about, Dad was talking about Joe Lear, how we met him, and um, and then um, I, I stepped in and I flash forward to, you know, 15, 18 years down the road, and now it's 1960, and um, Joe and his family live in New York City, and we live in, you know, just outside of Boston, Melrose, and um, I guess Joe called up and says, hey, the world's, you know, the world's fierce coming to New York, why don't you come down for a visit? Bring the kids, and, you know, mm, right. so we had never been to a world's fear, so, you know, I was seven, I was born in 53, so it's 60, I'm seven, Jack's eight, Jerry's six, you know, Tommy's four and a half, and, you know, Peter's like a baby. So we go down there, the five, the seven of us, my dad and the five kids, and we go down and we stay, we move in with the Lears, who had three daughters and a son and the mother and father. So there's like, I don't know, what does that add up to? Like 18 of us in one, you know, you know, you know, 15 of us in one house. So we had a blast. We had the best time. You know, we went down, you know, at that, now I didn't climb Statue of Liberty at that time, but, you know, we went and I could still remember that, like, like the big, the big world, right. the whole, you know, the ride around the world and, you know, but, you know, my first World's Fair at, uh, at seven years old, and I can remember like yesterday. And they treated us like kings. And, you know, we're there, and, you know, now it's Saturday. And Saturday night, you know, okay, we, you know, we just, well, whatever we were having for supper during the week, you know, we weren't living high off the hog. So the layers say, they're from, you know, New Yorkers, typical New Yorkers. You know, what do we have for tonight for dinner? And they all fucking sing in unison. For Saturday night! Frank's beans and sauerkraut. I'm like, what? Frank's beans and sauerkraut. I'm like, sauerkraut. What? What is it? I've never had it, and I don't. And I, they, they show it to me. I'm like, I ain't eating that stuff. Do I have my Frank's and beans? I skip the sauerkraut, and I, I did try to try it later on in life, but it's still not one of my favorites. Frank's beans and sauerkraut. Well, they loved it. Why yeah. did they sing it like that? I don't know. That's just the way. <laughs> Didn't they, Dad? Yeah. So then they came back up to our house. They loved it. And they stayed, they stayed yeah. at uh, our house. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my neighbor next door, the Buses, they, they, stayed, of course. they stayed up there. On the, yeah, on the, the second floor. floor. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, uh, it, was, it was quite a time. We all would go someplace, you know, we'd get out to the uh, chicken place and they they couldn't get over going down to some place like that and getting a meal for X number of dollars, okay, you know. We were on fixed income. I think I was making 65 bucks a week. Oh, I got a raise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but we, we made out pretty well. We had a, we had a great time. We, I tell you, you know. In our friendship, we. First crush. Our friendship there lasted for a good 25 years. Then he moved to Florida, and we went. You, we went down to visit them down in Florida, and uh, they're a nice couple, the nice, nice family. And uh, so, and, and remember, remember, like this. I don't think it was that trip. We went down to visit them again, 
and they had these, I forget what the hell they call them, but it was this something omatic. And you put in like a doll. Oh, yeah, right. And you opened the door, and there were pre made sandwiches. There was a tuna fish sandwich, egg salad sandwich, you know, and you have to. You put in so much money, you open another door, and there'd be a slice of chocolate cake or a slice of pie. Yeah, right. Right. And that was the new thing. Right. You know, we thought it was the, wow, like this is the, <laughs> the, the, the age of the future. You know what I mean? This is like this is how everybody's going to eat in the future. It's like watching the Jetsons, right? You put the money in, you open the door, you reach in, you take out your sandwich. Instant lunch, you know, and then dessert and a, and a drink. But somebody would have and, to uh, stock the sandwiches in yeah, there, right? Like a vending machine. It was a vending machine. Like the yeah. first vending machine, yeah. right. But you could open but, it so you could take two sandwiches. If well, you you, no, 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 you wouldn't. No, no, no. You couldn't, no. No? No. This was New York. They blame oh, me. They had the same guys against freaking people. But, you know, the thing was, you know, which eventually you learned after a while, you know, like after you got a fucking stale, couple of stale ones, you don't know how long those sandwiches have been in here. Yeah. This is well before any date coding or anything like that, you know. <laughs> but at the time, we thought it was the wave oh, of the future. It was. It was. They were lying. They were lying out the door. You right. got to wait to get your turn at the machine. Really? Oh, yeah. No, machines well, were a, lined up. There were a few Russians. Very, no, no, no McDonald's, you know. Yeah. Right, there was no the, fast food joints, you know. Okay, so it was the thing of the future. Okay. Well, what do they call that? Do you remember Servomatic? Was it Servomatic? I think I think that was it. I think it was Servomatic. But it was Servomatic. Yeah, Servomatic. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> but we, it was crazy. It was, yeah, he was. And it, you know, they they talk about you know, you know, with all the problems with the kids today, I think, I think the kids should be going into the service when they're eighteen years old, and let them know what it's about. Okay, you know, get some tough. Uh, sergeant, okay, put him in his place, yeah. and when he get out, he'd be a man, yeah. okay? Instead of letting him walk the streets today, I, you know, I'm telling you, when I went in, I, I, I really didn't know two, two, two things about myself, okay? But it was, it was something of a lifetime. Very humbling experience, amen. For the rest of my right. life, okay, the things that happened. One incident. Let me just make sure that uh, this alarm won't go off again. I don't think it will. I'm hoping it doesn't. I don't know why it went off on airplane mode. So we come back from overseas, and I, uh, I had, I think, two weeks off, three weeks off, and I had to take the train back to, uh, I forget, uh, I think it was Fort Silk, Fort Silk, Oklahoma. So we went from Boston to Chicago, and we had a layover in the loop. And at that time, we, you know, got the uniform on, and everybody, everybody's buying drinks and all that. So anyway, I'm looped the loop, okay. <laughs> uh, on the way back on the train, okay, it's that that's chunk. Chuck, chuck, chuck. But before long, I'm into the bathroom, into, uh, over the hopper. That <laughs> 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 was the last time I had a drink. Oh, was I sick? I was sick as a dog. I'm telling you, I can't. Uh, but it was. Now, I know there, you know, like, 
very few vets are like uh, um, willing to talk about like you know some of the you know the worst things like war as hell. But uh, did you ever have occasion to discharge your weapon? Oh yes, I I had a a rifle. I had a uh, kind of rifle. Uh, oh, M sixteen. Did they have M sixteens back then? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what the hell. You know, I wasn't used to it. I never saw a, a gun when I was growing up or a rifle. So when I went into the service and, uh, you know, went to the firing range and, uh, uh, <laughs> which end do I, <laughs> which end do I shoot up? <laughs> but anyway, I got a uh, marksman. I got a, uh, did you? Yeah, I got a marksman. And, uh, but it was, it was quite, quite interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, one incident, uh, went to the barracks, and uh, Sunday morning, you, there was nothing to do, you know. We got up and went down for breakfast and come back. We were all playing uh, touch football. So anyway, I had on a pair of clogs, okay, and uh, <laughs> you know, everybody was dressed, you know, that way, a pair of shorts and a pair of clogs. Well, anyway, come to find out, I... My ankle, I uh, bumped up my ankle. Twisted your ankle, yeah. No, I didn't twist it. No. I just, I got a, a uh, I cut it. I cut my ankle. Okay. And uh, uh, for a while there, it, you know, it wasn't bothering me. And then it swelled up. And I had to go, I was in my 17th week of basic training. There was 18 weeks of making basic training. Yeah. If you didn't go the 18 weeks, you had to go back oh, again. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So anyway, there I am in a hospital with my ankle wrapped around, okay, by 17th week. Right. Okay? I don't think you'll be able to graduate, okay, and go on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, I can't. I can't take 17 more weeks of this, okay? Whatever it was, okay? They they bundled me up, okay? And I was able to graduate. <laughs> but it was... It was Live you were living around. It, it was nippy <laughs> time, I'll tell you. I was, I was scared. Okay. But, but it was... Uh, it, was, it was... So did they teach you how to throw a grenade? How to, you know... Uh, load of mortar or anything like that? I, uh, we had the, uh, 105 howitzers. Howitzers? Yeah. We, we, we worked those. Okay. But after, uh, see, I was in the artillery company, and then when we broke up, then I went into the quartermaster corps. The quartermaster corps, we were mostly at the food and supplies. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't, that's what my duties were from then on. Yeah. Okay. Give a black market anything out of the, out of the supply. A couple of guys did. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday mornings. So, Sunday morning. We used to take the muffins around and the milk and juice and all that. So, hey, we always ended up with more milk and juice and muffins back. We never went down for breakfast. We had our own. We had our own restaurant right at the barracks. But it was it was funny. Okay. But. So you drove a jeep, then you drove a truck. What size truck? Like a ten, ten wheeler. wheeler. Ten wheeler. Yeah. 
Those things are pretty rugged, huh? Oh, they are. Oh, dear, I'm telling you, they were. Those ten wheelers, they were, they were tough. Yeah. Oh man, you I wouldn't want to be riding in the back of those for very no, long. No, but they were. So it was funny to talk about that. We were. I was with the captain, and we we had a convoy, and there was about oh ten or twelve trucks behind us, and we'd have to go about twenty five miles an hour because. By the time that last truck was going, it was going 60 miles right. to keep up with that. So we'd go. People don't understand that. Yeah, so we'd go 25 and 25. And then uh, there was no uh, communication. Okay. Right. All right. And we'd pull off to the side and make sure that we had the 10, 10 motor vehicles. Then we'd start and then boom, we have to go like a bat to get up in the front. Back in the front. Yeah, right. But it was, it was something else out there. Now you were you ended up in Europe, but most of your brothers ended up in the South Pacific, no. right? Uh, yeah, that's right. well. My brother Ralph never never left the states. Yeah, I was the only one that went to Europe. Yeah, and uh, Bill, Bill and uh, Jim, yeah, Guadalcanal, yeah. and. Uh, uh, Jerry, uh, Charlie was yeah. in the South Pacific also. Yeah. And they all come back safe and sound, thank goodness. You ever swap any stories, any war stories with them? Well, uh, Jim had malaria, and uh, but they didn't talk too much. No, no, it was pretty nasty over yeah, there. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. And, uh, but, uh, it was, it was, you know, you said it. I don't, I don't want to diverge, but, you know, I don't, you know, seems we're looking forward to, um, you know, celebrating. I said, you know, like uh, what, did I, what did I say before to describe what we're going to be doing on the in January, like a service. So, it's really going to be a celebration so, of their lives. Yeah. So, you know, talking about my mother's brother, brothers, who I never knew, the oldest one, Charlie. Uh, well, oh, yeah, the the I never yeah. knew Arthur. They were all, but my understanding was they were all in the war as well, except maybe Paul. Yeah. Was Paul was too young? No, Paul was in the service, but he never, it was okay. by the time the war was all over. You know, okay. Any of them Korean stormed war. the beaches? Huh? Well, I was, I'm just, you know, Arthur, was he in the Navy or the Air Force? He was in the Air Force. Okay. So, you go up, he, came, he made it home safe. I don't know how many missions he flew, but he got shot down Shit. over North Africa. Yeah. Over North Africa. Survived, like in the jungle right. of Africa for, I don't know, five days, seven days. More than that. What? Quite a while. And uh, ended up getting the Distinguished Flying Cross, which is one of the highest medals that the Air Force can give out. And um, you can only get one of them. So then if they decide you deserve another one, they give you what they call an oak leaf cluster. So when he came back home, he had the Distinguished Flying Cross and four oak leaf clusters. Oh, shit. But it really, it really took it out of him. He was a bona fide hero, but like... 
now we know it's PS, PS you know, post-traumatic stress syndrome. Right. But they didn't know what it was back then. They used to call it fucking, uh, what did they call it? The, um, you know, know. You know whatever. Yeah. You know, they, they would just, you know, someone like a, light a firecracker off yeah. in the street and they'd be diving under the yeah. bushes, you know. So, that, you know, unfortunately he died before I get to know him, but and then before I get to Charlie, know him. Charlie was in the Battle of the Bulge. The yeah. the bulge, and know. that was that like was bad. one of the nastiest, if not the nastiest battle in Europe. So yeah. he come home too, and he was the, the Germans were in retreat, and the Allies were chasing them, and they made a stand at this line. What was what, what was the line called? Do you remember? No, I don't. But anyways, so they made a, this stand at this line. So there was a standoff. So. Hitler decided the only thing he could do was counterattack now. Because they were almost in Germany. If they weren't in Germany. They're like, you know, the France-German border. So he decided his only chance was to launch a counterattack. So he masters all of his forces in the center of the line. And so the line's like this. So he launches a counterattack and the line, the middle of the line, starts to retreat a little bit. So... If you looked at the line, there was a bulge in the line. Hence the, the hence the phrase, Battle of the Bulge. So they had to, you know, it was one of the most, from what I read, yeah, it wasn't that, I mean, one of the most bloodiest, you know, powerful battles of the war. Right, it was. And it was, uh, getting back to Arthur, you know, it got to be, you never knew what the, what was happening, but the booze, and he died. He died in, in a fire. Okay, he must have been drunk, and uh, you know he was smoking, and Fell so the house went up in flames. And uh, so, is the house on First Street? House First Street. And uh, young Nana Galvin was at our house up on uh, East Highland Avenue. Yeah. Or, or Franklin Street. Yeah. And they come out, they come down and told me about the fire, about him passing away. So I had to go tell uh. my mother in law and my wife, your, your grandmother, that her brother passed away. And it was just, it was just awful. So then, with my my brother-in-law Charlie, he was got into. He was a great guy. Great guy. He was very secluded, into the booze, and uh, he he died at a young age. He was only fifty-one years old. How did he die? I th I think from too much drinking alcohol. Yeah, drinking, and it was just it was just too bad. Okay, it's it was just he was a great guy, but he just. I don't know, you know. He was in the war. The, huh? the war got to him. Yeah, the war got you know? to him too. So, but uh, but he used to follow, and you know, he was. I knew him very well. You know, I knew him through high school, and um, he would follow our sports exploits. Like me and Jerry were on the track team, and I was on the wrestling team. So he would wait. You know, we'd have a track. The track meets would be on Saturday. He would wait for the Globe to arrive on Sunday morning 
and he would look, and he would um, call me up, you know, oh, hi, Uncle Charlie, you want to talk to Mom? She said, no, 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 I want to talk to you. For Christ's sakes, <laughs> 14 minutes in the two-mile, really? Is that the best you can do? You finished third. You know, <laughs> were you running backwards or what? You know, oh man, he could bust him. He could bust him. But he was a great guy. Yeah, yeah. He knew. He you know, he came, he came to the meets and he'd sit there and suffer through them because Jerry was a better runner than I was. But you know, Jerry would take him. You know, I was lucky to you know come in in the top five. You know what I mean? I just was there for you know window dressing. You know. Yeah. But then wrestling was a different story. But so it, he never got his license. Okay, we'd have to go pick him up. Okay, <laughs> who? Charlie. Oh, Charlie. Yeah. Charlie and his family and bring him back to Melrose. Yeah. Okay. They used to live in a oh yeah project yeah. project, and they'd come up to our house in the backyard. And they, you know, he worked at the car. Uh, fasten the car. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know those snaps, like you snap your, you know, you might have a. You know, the, I, I've got them on my jacket today. They, they snap you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, just that's, like, that's, that's what he used to be. Yeah. He used to make cap. You know, he to tighten the, the wrist on yeah. jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they used to make them, you know, like, you know, a shirt like that, too. I got to yeah. go put on my boots because I'm going to go out and shovel the car. All right. Okay. okay. So you want to you wanted to continue afterwards for a little while, or you about had it for today? I've had it for today. Okay, all right. All right so you no, know, so you know, so Justin, wrap it up. Yeah. All right. Well, this is. I mean, we have to do another one. Yeah, because you. <laughs> we got we to do another one. I didn't have much to say. I, I was just listening well, to the stories. To talk while you do it while I'm doing it. When I come back up, then you guys can. Do yeah, it. but you're the star. Okay. You know, so. No, I, I wanted to hear. Yeah, well, we want to hear him. We don't yeah. want to hear ourselves. Talk. Exactly, but yeah. Although I did I... freaking do a lot of talking. So. Sorry for the swearing, by the way. Maybe no, we can, it doesn't maybe matter. We can edit I, swear those every, I swear in every other podcast. Right. So, anyways, Papa's <laughs> going out to shovel his car out, and it's uh, just me day. and Justin sitting here. So, you know, Justin, wrap it up. All right. Uh, well, that was another episode of the podcast, which has not been named yet. I'm planning on uh, doing a website. Making a website on Squarespace and posting up the the podcast on there. So that'd gotta, be good. That'd yeah, be great. We, we gotta come up with a name for it. Yeah. And, uh, I'll think of something. Yeah. I need to think of something. Get Chris over here. Yeah. Chris is a character. Yeah. You know. And my brother the rest of my brothers, we you know, we were supposed to have Tommy was supposed to be here, maybe, you know, Bugsy, Jeff, you know, you know, and uh, Pedo, yeah, but we had a, you know, a blizzard this morning. I don't know if you could really call it a blizzard for New England. We had six inches in Salem. But um, anyways, you know, that kind of, you know, Bugsy had the stuff to do around the house and Tommy wimped out somehow, you know. <laughs> Peter was up in Salem, New Hampshire, so we'll give him a pass. But we got to get some of those guys down here because I'm sure they've got, you know, things... You know, things to say and stories to tell and yeah. questions to ask. We didn't have such a snow, little snowstorm. Yeah, I think we might have had a couple more attendees. Yeah. You know, people are going to get tired of listening to me, that's for sure. No, I never do. So, well, thanks for listening. And uh, I need a sign-off thing. I'm going to steal somebody's. 
Uh, and good night and uh, good luck. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Thanks.